Let's Barrican go, LSU fans. You just witnessed the single best Tiger Stadium quarterback performance since the GOAT, Joey B. And you can have the conversation tonight that this was, quite honestly, one of the best individual performances in SEC history. 606 yards. So to start things off, you will remember this game. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're listening to Spotify, iTunes after the fact. And we're going to talk about all the cool people I ran into today, including one of the most influential people on the planet Earth. I, I, I've got to be real. I've got to be real. This was one of the best decisions I've ever made to go to this game. Because if you were in Tiger Stadium or if you're just watching this at home, whoever you are right now, that was transcendent quarterback play and it was kind of the same thing last week versus Alabama defense isn't stepping up and getting you stops guys aren't just running wide open Florida's defenders have the angle on them it still doesn't freaking matter and I understand that there's going to be so many of us after the fact that are going to say well guess what this year was wasted we didn't win a national championship with Jaden Daniels as our quarterback. We couldn't beat Ole Miss with Jaden Daniels as our quarterback. And I understand that that is going to be tied to Jaden Daniels for the rest of his life. But let's just, when we talk about Jaden Daniels, not just always bring that up because individually, it doesn't matter what the defense does. It doesn't matter what the special teams does. This is what we need to do as fans. We have got to separate what has happened on the other side of the football, which we will talk about tonight. It was yet again another difficult night for Matt House. We must separate that because if we continue to talk about it, guess what Guess what? the voters are going to do? The Heisen voters are going to say, well, he's got three losses, Okay. Anybody that has watched any type of football that has ever existed, that's watched the game of football before, who has paid attention vaguely to Bo Nix and Michael Penix and Caleb Williams, Jalen Milrow, um, Marvin Harrison Jr., if you have actually watched those guys in a football game, you can objectively say when you step away from our LSU fandom, that Jaden Daniels is still the best player in America. You have Jim Nagy at the Senior Bowl. The Senior Bowl. He has no ties to LSU. Saying, hey, let's let's call a spade a spade here. The best quarterback in America is Jaden Daniels. And it's now to the point now where if you're an NFL team, you would be stupid to let this guy go out of the first round. 
Now it's to the point now where you got to start wondering, hey, is Caleb Williams? Oh, we got some pasta lie here tonight. Look at this. Is Caleb Williams and Drake May better than this guy? This is un- unreal. And I understand this isn't even just LSU. We're just talking about Jaden Daniels here. We'll talk about the rest of the team because the rest of the team stepped up. Th- this, this is beyond legendary. It is beyond legendary. It is Burrow level if you really want to get down to it. That's why the poll question is up. Which performance versus Florida and Tiger Stadium was better? Joe Burrow uh, threw for 291 yards versus Florida. It was kind of a weird game. That was actually our second highest yard per play game on the season. So offensively, we were actually more efficient uh, in that game than we were tonight. It's just Florida possessed the football for so long that Joe's numbers were kind of suppressed. Um, This game was more of a track meet. So Jayden's numbers were inherently going to be better. But we have never had a player that has destroyed the Florida Gators quite like Jayden Daniels did tonight. Okay? And there have been a lot of legendary performances versus Florida. Okay? Obviously, Kev Falk is the first one that comes to mind. But that was absolutely freaking crazy. We say hi to Jesse. And Jesse right here, who is at the Alabama game. Carter, so glad I got to see this offense and Jaden in person, even though we didn't win. Legendary, go Tigers. That's something else you got to think about. If you're an LSU fan, you got to come see Jaden Daniels in person. You got three more games. You got two games in a bowl game. You got three more games. And that's if he plays in a bowl game. Folks, it's not a debate that he is the second best quarterback to ever play at LSU. It's not a debate right now. You, You can't make that debate. And now it is clear that he is on the Mount Rushmore, the greatest LSU football players of all time. Okay. It is to that point. Now, we'll talk more about Jaden uh, throughout this game. I thought Graham Mertz for Florida was fine overall. Give Harold Perkins a lot of credit. Obviously, that sack was huge. And we'll talk about some of the other offensive guys coming up. Okay. And then we're going to get to all your questions. Okay. We're going to get to all your questions. We got our first hundo of the night. Local Network, thank you so much. I'm going to close this door real quick. And look, look, I'll take this really quick from Local Network, and then we're, we're going to get into the LSU defense. We begged the Saints to draft Burrow, and uh, obviously the Saints couldn't draft Joe Burrow. Um, but J.D. in the black and gold would be box office trade what you must to make it happen. Yeah, I think at this point that would be absolutely crazy. Put him with Chris Olave. And obviously, Chris Olave actually does a Malik Neighbors dance, uh, and Jaden does that dance too. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I think at this point, um, you would be crazy if you need a quarterback. You need to go get Jaden Daniels right the freak enough. Oh, TJ, that was so good. It was so cathartic. Did I use that word correctly? To do it sucks to be a Florida Gator. Says it sucks to be a Florida Gator. Ah, 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 ah. I love it. Um, but yes, local network, I would die if the Saints uh, had Jaden Daniels as their quarterback. If they want to sell tickets, I mean, they sell out every game anyway, even when the teams are doing well. But if they, if they want all my money, go draft Jaden Daniels. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Uh, so, yeah, kind of a crazy weekend for me. We'll get to that in a second. Now, let's talk about this LSU defense. Obviously, another bad night for Matt House. I mean, if Graham Mertz had any kind of running ability, um, he, he would have run all day over us. 
Uh, our run fits were terrible yet again. Um, obviously, Brian Kelly is very fired up in the postgame press conference talking about um, Andre Sam and the targeting call, which was absolute BS. Um, look, let's call it like it is. The Andre Sam targeting call is obviously a bad call. It's one of the worst targetings. It's definitely the worst targeting for, uh, that that we've seen at LSU since the Devin White targeting call. And I can even make a case that this was a worse targeting call versus Andre Sam than Devin's. Both are obviously really bad, but that is going to mask how bad this LSU defense is. Um, you know, obviously, uh, going into this game, when I saw the line jump, jump from 12 and a half to 15, I was like, that is just too many points for the LSU defense to hold on and cover. And they even tried to give it away at the end. They tried to give Florida a chance to backdoor cover there at the last second. LSU defense is terrible. The run fits were bad. Um, if you go to my Twitter account at Carter the Power, not my Power Hour LSU one, um, you know, I was trying to just switch back and forth accounts, just trying to tweet out as many videos as I possibly could. There were times where Graham Mertz missed guys walking into the end zone. Um, being at the game gives me an all 22 view of the game at all times. And I'm able to see things better. It makes our film studies better. It's part of the reason I like coming to these games. Um, that I, I can make a case, and I know this is going to sound stupid. Uh, I can make a case that this defensive performance was worse than last week's defensive performance, right? We gave up about the same amount of points. Um, Bill Rowe missed open throws last week. Mertz missed some throws tonight. We got some lucky breaks, right? The overturn on the Sage Ryan um, pass deflection obviously turned the momentum of this game, right? It was going to be a big third down conversion. Does that call get overturned if we're in the swamp? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we've had some good fortune on the overturns this year, right? Um, that obviously Sage Ryan was beat. I do give Madhouse a lot of credit on that play in particular. He actually brought a blitz. He brought a cross dog blitz up the middle. Uh, Omar Spates got a good pressure and it forced a quick throw, but it was on the money. He should have caught it. Okay. Um, but Matt House is not in position to be our defense coordinator next year. It is near impossible. It is near impossible to justify bringing him back next season. Near impossible. I don't think you can, honestly. I really don't. Okay? Let's go to Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, I, I would like to take you up on that offer. I, obviously, I would be honored. Um, but obviously, um, I, I, I have these obligations here. And I, try, I actually try to... Um, I, I tried to link up with as many people as I possibly could. Um, and just guys, let you know, the longest conversation, um, I had today with anyone outside of Cliff, my cousin, who you just saw at the very beginning. Um, and you would, I, I would have never have guessed this before today, but I was friends with uh, Russell Shepard in college. And today was the first day, uh, that I got to talk to him for a while. And we actually talked about Jaden Daniels. And uh, I, I talked to him about, do, does he think the modern game would have better suited him if he wanted to be a quarterback? And he said, maybe, you know, he, he was such a great high school quarterback, but he said he was always going to be a receiver no matter where he went. Um, we're going to try and get Russell Shepard on. Um, his number was still the same, ironically. And, um, and we will exchange info. We're going to try and uh, make it happen. Obviously, it was great. Um, great seeing Russell. Also saw Kirsten Pittman, who was probably my closest player uh, friend in college, uh, ran into him. 
and um, he looked great, obviously. I uh, saw Dwayne Bowe today as well. Really good stuff. Got to talk to Dwayne Bowe for a little bit. So there you go. Let's go to Boris's Super Chat. Prayers for John Emery. Yeah, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Okay. But then that leads us into this next topic. Uh, John Emery, that cut was amazing, right? It was absolutely amazing. One of the best cuts you'll see in the whole. That's what we want to see out of our running backs, right? We need to see more of that. If you have somebody um, in the hole head up, you've got to make him miss. He did that. And then at the end, obviously, it was nasty, right? You could feel the energy out of Tiger Stadium just evaporate. And they actually replayed it on the big screen. That, that That's tough. That's it's really, really tough uh, for, you know, his family was probably at the game to relive that. Um, and uh, but, you know, you replay it because he had a nasty juke, right? It was one of the best jukes we've had all season. Uh, and that's saying something with all the great ball handlers uh, we have on this team. Pause. Uh, I hate it for him. I hate it for him. But I want to talk a little bit here. All right. I, I, I want to talk a little bit because in the grand scheme of things, this player is somewhat inconsequential on the overall success of the team. But let's show love to Noah Kane. Okay. Noah Kane is a guy who led the SEC in success rate last year. Let me repeat Noah Kane was the most successful down-to-down running back in the SEC last year per SEC StatCat, okay? What string was he to start the season? In theory, he was sixth string. The only guys in theory he was ahead of. Trey Holly and Amarni Goodwin. All the other five guys were ahead of him. So think of the miracle it took for Noah Kane to have this evening tonight. Okay. Logan Diggs out. John Emery injury. Okay. Trey Holly, your red shirt in him. Armani going out of the picture. So the running back rotation became Caleb Jackson, who had a big fumble tonight on kickoff return. So you kind of want to shy away from him. And now it's down to Josh Williams. And Noah Kane. And all Noah Kane does when he gets touches is make things happen. Make things happen. That's all he does. That's all he does. Doesn't complain about getting passed up on the on, on the depth chart. And he didn't have just some unreal game. But folks, I gotta give him love for waiting it out and being a guy who is a tiger through and through. Kind of looks like the Penn State offense could use him right now. Um, but, man, uh, prayers up for John Emery. But on the other side of it, uh, give Noah Kane a lot of credit, waiting his turn. And all once again, once again, all he's done, all he's done is been a dude. That's it. That's all he's done is he's, he's been a dude. He produces. Okay. Now, why is he producing? Well, a big reason is because, well, we have Jaden freaking Daniels as our quarterback. That's all there is to it. Okay. Everything flows so much better with Jaden Daniels at QB. 
Okay. Saturday, Johnny Five. Good to see you. Um, Reggie wants to talk about Texas A&M. We'll talk about that uh, coming up as well. Welcome in everybody to the post game. Once again, we started uh, a little bit later because I was at the game tonight. Um, good getting to chat um, with uh, uh, mostly former players, um, some families of uh, of of, uh, of some former players as well. Once again, you take a look at the um, play chart here: eleven point five yards per play. Okay, versus Florida in twenty nineteen, we averaged 12. 11.5. So this was a borough level performance. 372 yards passing, 234 yards rushing. Um, one of the greatest quarterback performances um, you'll ever witness. Okay. Um, that's all there is to it. We had eight penalties for 63 yards. Once again, that's not good. And also something else tonight, second straight week in a row, we weren't overly efficient on third and fourth down. Right? We were two for eight overall. I will also say this, okay? Ricky Pearsall went off. No surprise there. Uh, we told you Ricky would go off on us. And uh, Etienne and Montreal Johnson both had really good games versus us. Obviously, Etienne was the bigger issue. But still, I, I'll, I'll say it once. I'll say it again, okay? It is amazing what Jane is able to do in spite of some of his players not you know, rising up to the challenge. Good night for BTJ. Good night for Malik. And the fact that we're mostly just throwing the football to two receivers is crazy. Now, we did have Mason Taylor on the wheel route, and I, I my phone blew, blew up when we had Mason on the wheel, and we just couldn't, you know, get it. Um, My phone blew up. <laughs> we finally got it to work, and we couldn't get it going. Uh... But honestly, I don't really care at this point. I don't. Huh? 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 Because everything else is just so daggum good. Everything else was just so daggum good. Uh, Omar Spates led the way with tackles. 12 tackles. Obviously, had the quarterback hurry in the top right corner of the stat sheet right here. And that was the best call for Madhouse on the night. The completion should have been a completion. We got the overturn uh, to go our way. And um, I love that call from House. Up and down game for Harold, but mostly a dominant performance. I see that. That sack and the forced fumble uh, was so key uh, early in the game, and um, and yeah, defensively we're, we're 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 just a mess. We're just an absolute freaking loot mess. So tomorrow's film study, we're going to have a ton of all twenty-two footage uh, mixed in there. Okay, so be on the lookout for that. Um, so there you go. Oh man. I just think, man, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to think. I really, I really don't know what to think at this point. Okay. You know, dude, I, I, I will be honest. I will be honest. I'm so heavily invested in him winning this Isaac trophy. Okay. It's, it's, it's clear. It's clear. And if you're a Heisman voter, once again, if you're a Heisman voter um, and you're listening to me right now and you do not vote for Jaden Daniels, you deserve to have your vote taken away. You, you, you do. Okay. 
And if you don't at least have Jaden Daniels in your top three, you deserve to be thrown into an erupting volcano full of electric eels. Notice there's no no smile here. This is just serious, okay? Because already already know what it's going to be. Well, he's got three losses. He's not in the playoff. Okay. Hey Mac, what's good? That Josh Williams blocked through my television. And if you want to come out, uh, if you want to come hang out uh, over at Cliffs, just get, give Cliff a call, man. Come on over. Um, my wife, I love her. <laughs> I had a few of you hit me up because of the halftime show. Had to let that uh, that that bookie know uh, that I was married. That was such a Crazy, crazy halftime show. Jared, thank you so much uh, for uh, the live stream. Whenever I'm on the road, the halftime shows get crazy. That was actually the second craziest halftime show. Pasta Live check, it's good. Pasta Live might be my favorite thing. I will say, I hope all the other tailgates I normally go to don't listen to this. I watched two frat guys, drunk, grill an alligator, stuff with boudin today. And I kid you not, you can look you can look at the alligator on my Twitter account, at PowerHourLSU. That was the most delicious tailgate food I've ever eaten in my life. I It really is. It really is. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, as God is my witness, I said, Hey, I'm married. I'm not sure she was hitting on me, though. Grant, who was with me during the halftime show, said that she, that he thought that she was hitting on me. So you can go see it for yourself if you want to. But I am happily married. Ha, 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 ha. That is so funny. Uh, it's so crazy, man. Maturano says, shout out to Sage Ryan tonight. Oh. Tough game. Obviously, he had the big fourth down or the big third down stop on the overturn. He was beat, though. The fourth down play, the ball was behind the receiver, but he still made a play on it. So, step in the right direction. Okay, step in the right direction. Um, but yes, yes, I, I know, Aaron. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, it was it was crazy, absolutely crazy. Let's go. Yeah, simply, I. I I'm 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 always on my best behavior. You won't catch me slipping. Cause you know what they say, Creole men don't cheat. That's what they've always said. That's what they've always said. Let's go to Branson Cat. I actually spent a lot of time with Branson Cat today. Welcome, uh, his tailgate welcomed me in. That was obviously really cool. Fan showing up like they did after being eliminated. Saying no other school is doing that. It was a great night in Tiger Stadium. It was. Um, Josh William. Block on that push pass to BGJ was ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Josh has so many of these blocks, man, where he just 
tears people up. Obviously, nothing will ever beat his block versus Alabama to win this win this game, basically. And um and yeah, I mean it's 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 the Alabama block won't be topped. It it just can't be topped. Okay. So uh there you go. Now, next thing. Let's uh let's let's go through a few things here. Um as far as you know, the Tiger Stadium experience. You know, I, I like to include this because, you know, when you go to the game, uh, I, I get to have these experiences. Obviously, uh, the Arkansas game was a better experience uh, for me, even though I almost got overheated because uh, I have my lovely wife with me. Just saying. Uh, but, you know, the second game in Tiger Stadium, uh, sound system, I, I think, does need an upgrade. And it it is kind of crazy how many fans left in a close game. And I, I got to be real. And, and Brad Cat was in there tonight. Tonight did feel special, right? Like how good Jaden was tonight. I was a little shocked that people did not stay till the bitter end. Because like if you're witnessing something truly special, like this will be a game I'll never forget. Now, will this be like in the top five games I've attended at Tiger Stadium? No. Because there have been so many good ones. All right. But when it comes to individual performances, it is uh it is some of the best. It is some of the best I've ever seen. J Red, what's good, man? Jared, if you wanna if, if you wanna come over, hit me up, man. What's up, Hal? Good to see you. What's up? What's up, Sibs? Good to see you. I know, James. Let's let's uh pour one out for the Jaden haters. And look. There's still Jaden haters that watch this channel. That's fine. That's fine. I, I hear it all the time. He's not Joe Burrow at our cheers. I talked to his cousin tonight for a little bit. Uh, I thought he was at the game, but he ended up not being at the game because uh, he was texting me some really cool photos. Jaden, I freaking love you so much, man. I, I just – you you wonder why I love Jaden Daniels so much because it was all the same reasons why I became a big KJ Jefferson fan last year. Right, like KJ, even though I got blown out today, I didn't get to see any of that game. Uh, KJ last year like lifted a horrible roster. Okay, now our roster isn't horrible, but all the stuff that you know KJ Jefferson had to do last year is what Jaden's having to do this year. Right? Of course, Jaden has two bona fide superstar receivers, a far better offensive line, and a you know far better play caller and all that stuff. But you know, I just love people that doesn't need everything to be perfect for him to succeed, right? Jane Daniels, Jane Daniels doesn't have a great defense. Doesn't have a great defense. Doesn't, penalties are an issue. Jane Daniels gets his head knocked off. Concussion protocol, concussion protocol, concussion protocol. Concussion protocol. No problem. He's built different than you and me. He's built different than you and me. He's him. He's him. Him. H-I-M. Himothy Chalamet. Himothy Daniels. Himothy Lathan. Thank you so much for the big super chat. I really appreciate you. He says, Carter, explain your dance moves at the basketball game last night. 
Thank you so much, Van, as always. Van always, uh, our top super chatter almost every month. I know him and Sibley have gotten in a few super chat wars over the years. Sibley, Van's coming from your coming for your title, man. Two, mem- two members of the, the Hundo Club here tonight. Uh, he says, explain my dance moves at the basketball game. All right, so I actually had some dancers on the football game. Didn't make the Jumbotron. Uh, I am not a good dancer. Okay, uh, I once kind of went viral for a dance battle uh, at a Pelicans game. And a white lady dressed like a lumberjack beat me in a dance battle at the Pelicans game. So that lets you know my dance moves are just not not where they need to be. Okay, it was the worst dance battle probably ever in Pelicans history. I love dancing at basketball games. I do. All right. I don't love basketball as much as I love football, obviously. But I'm a college basketball play-by-play announcer. Okay, I freaking love college basketball. I love it more when I'm in a college basketball gym or arena. Okay, so y'all want to do this now? Y'all want to? Y'all want? Y'all want? Y'all want to see my dance moves at the uh, basketball game? Some other LSU YouTuber shot it. His last name's Rafino. F that guy taking videos of me without my consent. Louisiana is a two-party consent state when it comes to this. Um, I want to show you all this, though. So. Hey, is Jay Ward here? Cliff, is Jay Ward here? Yes, Jay Ward is here. Tell him to come in here. But you're not eating the pasta. The pasta lie is fire. What's up? Y'all. Jay Ward. Who's, who's faster than this guy right here? This is the only quarterback ever at LSU. Who could potentially beat Jaden Daniels in a foot race? You want to be on the live stream? What's up, Jay Ward? You know who that is, right? Who's that? Shep. Russell freaking Shepard, boy. Oh, Russell, oh, Russell, oh, that's Russell Shepard. Let's oh. go. Let's go. Take me a second, yeah. Let's go. Take me a second. We're giving out all these cards. So they want to know my dance. Uh, did you see me dancing on the the, dam- the the Jumbotron last night? Did you see me? So Van Van down by 19 at the break. Oh shit. Look at this. But Nichols is not going to No, you can. That's fine. We're drinking tonight. Let's go. But Nichols is not going to wait. Cowboys. Will Wade. Throughout much of the you're a Cowboys fan? McNeese now? You're a McNeese fan. Will Wade is a dog. Cover. He's been covering, dude. He's a dog. Will Wade covers? He's not even coaching right now. No. He's coaching for uh, McNeese. But he's suspended. He's not even coaching. They beat VCU. They beat VCU? They covered. They covered versus VCU? All right. Outright. Put it out right? You didn't know this? No. Outright. Will Wade? You need to look this up. Covered outright. VCU? Outright. Mm. All right, I gotta get back to this. Yeah. Get you, get you some food. I'm good. You're not eating. I got bourbon. Where, where's your bourbon at? I, ju- I don't drink bourbon. You know I'm a pussy. Uh, I just, I just drink, I just drink light beer and fruity beer, man. Uh, you know it. Y'all drink. Y'all gonna chill for a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Well, let's go. Yeah. Well, look, here you go. I got, I got something for you. Mason Taylor rookie Mason card. Taylor. Let's go. And I got this for you too. 
Look at this. I already got that. I already got that. I already got both those. I already got both. Okay, well, for your wife. For your wife. Let's go. All right. So, Van. Um, Van, I, I got I got the dance moves for you. Okay. So, uh, Van, let me know. You've been around some of the best entertainers on the planet. Do you think Usher is going to be like, hey, I know who. I, that's not who I think it is. Stop playing. Okay, that's a bad Usher like music video uh, uh, reenactment. So I'm gonna stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Usher should hit me up, man. Let's go. Usher wish he had this, man. Oh man. Uh, y'all are never gonna see my wedding videos though. I'm never gonna see that. Epic shorty, good to see you, man. This is this post game is way off the 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 the. Oh, Sibley said he's coming after Van tonight. Sibley says I'm him. Texas is winning. They got a wide open path to the playoff. Okay. Hunter, you're our Kansas. Come on over, baby. We're the goats. Jared's coming tonight. Pause. That's for Nicole, baby. Oh, man. Uh, oh, you called in the Blake show tonight? No, I'll check it out later. F Blake, dude. F him. Even our show on Thursday night was legendary. Logan Diggs, dude. Logan Diggs, man. You you took the Catholic High sweatshirt down. I'm not gonna do a show with Catholic High in the background. Unless, oh my god. Unless Emory Jones, unless Emory Jones is here. The Catholic High sweatshirt that I put up there just for the promo. No, no, no. Catholic High. There, there's another radio guy who has. There's no. another radio guy who does Catholic High crap. Okay. I can't get on his. That's his no, IP. No, no. That's his IP. That's not. That's not for me. Okay. All right. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a bear. I'm not a bear. I'm I'll, not a bear. I'll I'm not you, a bear. I'll let you slide on that. You should. I will. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I like Catholic High. Promo. How University. Go Bison. <laughs> I get down with the Bison. I get down with the Bison. I wouldn't be alive if the Howard Bison School didn't exist, because that's where uh, my mom and I, I'm not going to go any further. But that's you guys know that story. You guys know where I was going with that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, back back the, the show is just it, it might be terrible for the podcast audience. Huh? 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 Uh, yeah, that's a good question, Sibley. There's 50 Catholic high schools like at Name a town that doesn't have a Catholic high school. Okay, name, name one. Okay, um, so there you go. Now, um, next thing. All right, next thing, and I, I want this. I want this to be perfectly clear. Okay, the season 
is not over. Okay. For a few reasons. For a few reasons. It it might be in, in your mind, because some of you are gonna go to bed tonight pissed off. You're gonna go to bed pissed off. Um, because you're gonna you're gonna sleep and think, well, is there a path forward for our program to win a national championship with a quarterback who's not Jaden Daniels, right? Because you 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 don't get this quarterback play ever, right? Like I know we had it just a few years ago, but this this season isn't just over because we're not in the playoff, right? Keep in mind that if and and I'm, I don't want to get too big into a recruiting thing. It was very nice to see Harlem Barry in Tiger Stadium tonight, um, but I, I, I'll, I'll let the recruiting guys do all the recruiting stuff. Um, but I, I like recruiting. Don't particularly love the day to day kind of stuff. But keep in mind that the Texas A&M game is going to be pretty big for us because we obviously flipped uh, a Texas A&M player, and there are three players with Texas A&M uh, connections, some that are committed, some that aren't, that we are trying to flip, okay? Obviously, this, this recruiting class won't be a legendary recruiting class. It won't be like the 2014 recruiting class uh, in terms of recruiting rankings or the 2019 class. But keep in mind, the 2017 LSU recruiting class was ranked around where our recruiting class is right now. So you never really know, right, if you're in 2017 recruiting class is the best we've ever had um, in terms of hit rate and all those different things. If beating Texas A&M pushes some of these kids to really commit to us and be a part of what we're doing, um, that's obviously a good thing. And then with Jaden Daniels performing at this level – Okay, and obviously, uh, Jaden Daniels potentially winning this Heisman Trophy. If you're Bryce Underwood, what are you doing? Okay, this is the offense that you need. Okay, um, Bryce and Jaden are, are very similar. Obviously, I, I would guess at this point, uh, Bryce Underwood's not as fast as as Jaden, but he is a dual threat and a very great runner of the football if you're Bryce Underwood and you're watching this right now son come get some pasalaya man this is your school right you're with you, you witness what the Joe Sloan and and Mike Dimbrock offense is going to look like with you calling the shots okay and speaking of Bryce Underwood I do want to talk about a, another quarterback um who made a recent visit to LSU, and by recent visit, I mean today, friend of the show, Colin Hurley, committed to LSU, okay? How do you think Colin Hurley felt watching this game tonight, seeing um, potentially our second quarterback to win the Heisman Trophy since 2019? Tonight was huge for recruiting for us, huge, because we're sending messages to QBs around the country. Hey, you, you want to throw to the best receivers in the country? Get the F to LSU. You, you, you want elite offensive tackles? Get the F to LSU. We got those now, too. Okay? And let me say this, because I am always one to give guys a lot of credit in bounce-back performances. Okay? Will Campbell last week had a tough game. Okay? We can disagree to how tough it was. There's varying degrees of opinions out there. Will Campbell was amazing tonight. Okay? you might be witnessing the best left tackle ever at LSU. Okay. It's either him or Andrew Whitworth. 
Okay. And Whitworth was in the building tonight. So that was really cool. Um, but Will Campbell is well on his way to being one of the best LSU offensive linemen to ever step foot on, on, on campus. Another great game for him. Okay. We can get into a debate about, you know, the rest of, of the OL. I, I did spend a little bit more time watching Will tonight. Um, but, you know, you can't really judge an offensive line's performance unless you go back and rewatch everything. So maybe the tape tells me something different about Will. But just off my initial opinion, um, he's so freaking good. You know, when he's on, you know, he's he's so good. He's so, so, so good. And I'm crossing my fingers that we get him for four years. At this point, it's probably not going to be the case. But, um, man, he was good. He was good. Okay. Uh, so, um, but, yeah, Jared, at this point, you know, I, I, I've gotten angry DMs before. And not angry DMs, but more like, hey, shut the F up. You idiot. When I compare Jaden Daniels to Lamar Jackson, y'all, it's the same thing. It's the same thing at this point. You, 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 you could, you can, it's the same thing. All right. And I'm a Lamar guy. All right. Um, you know, th- th- you're watching the same player. Okay. Lamar did what Jaden did. And I would like to go back and look at all Lamar Jackson's like college stuff. Like, how many 85-yard touchdown runs did he have? 85-yard touchdown run. Okay? Do you know how <laughs> 85 yards? And they know they know he's, you know, a, a, a big factor. There was guys that had the angles on him. It does not matter, man. does not freaking matter. So, obviously, very blessed to have been in the stadium to watch something as special as that. Um, some other game balls here. Malik is um, so good. And he he needs to be on your Mount Rushmore of LSU wide receivers. Okay, so I understand that these these sounds like in the moment uh, hyperbole. Um, it's not. Uh, Malik is so freaking good. Um, you know, I used to think you know Jamar Chase is the best tackle breaker ever at the wide receiver position. I I think Malik is is near that level, right? But when you're looking at a complete wide receiver, slot receiver, outside receiver, uh, move the change receiver, deep ball receiver, get other guys open receiver, good teammate receiver, overall good blocker receiver, no weaknesses. No weaknesses. Okay? Uh, Let's go to Yusha. Thank you so much for the Super Chat. Really appreciate you. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mike Vick. Yeah, you can you can make that you can make that comparison too. Um, it's it's crazy. I get chills thinking about it, man. This is just shit's insane, man. Um, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It does, none of it makes sense. Um, I I don't I don't understand why we're so freaking blessed. Like we just had Joe Burrow, we just had freaking Joe Burrow, um, and we're getting this. It's uh, crazy and. Looks like Joe Burrow in 2018, we could not have potentially predicted 2019 Jaden um, would be this good, okay? I thought there was going to be a leap. I was very public in saying there was going to be a leap forward. Um, but it's also important to keep in mind that, like, 
one of the best college quarterbacks we've ever seen in the SEC. Let's let's be real here. Let's be real. I don't think anybody could have expected that. I don't think so. Yeah, Bird Jones is up there. Uh, but and he played in a different era, so it's hard to compare eras. Uh, and once again, uh, Bert and I share a a, um, a very strong mutual friend. I've met Bert a few times uh, through this friend of mine, and um, and Bert's a great guy. You know, he he's very humble. He just he's straightforward. He likes to go hunting, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jaden is just so good. He's so. He's, he's so freaking good, man. Jordan, that's hilarious. <laughs> KJ, man, I can't wait to dig into this uh, this Arkansas-Auburn film. Um, you know, you want to know, you know what's crazy, Jordan? My best play, and these are the two plays I made today, if y'all if y'all want some uh, transparency. Um, normally, like, uh, this, the Friday night, I actually put my plays in. That's not actually good, like, sports betting stuff. You want to get your plays in earlier in the week. Um but I actually had some line movement going my direction for how I felt going in today. I really liked uh, Alabama to cover versus um, Kentucky because I hate Mark. I don't hate Mark Stoops. I have nothing against him. I just hate him as a football coach. Mark Stoops is a terrible football coach. And don't come at me with this BS. Well, Kentucky's never won 10 games as many times as Mark's. Mark Stoops, if fade Mark Stoops in big games, you'll, you'll be very profitable. Um. And then my other play was Florida covering 15 tonight. I, li- I like the over in this game tonight as well. But I actually played Florida covering 15 points, right? Going from 12 and a half to 15, I thought that was just way too much, um, especially with our defense. And LSU got a very lucky lucky cover. I felt like I was on the right side of that. Uh, the end result uh, didn't get there. And I thought this game was going to be like 38-28, uh, 41-31 kind of game. And – uh, it was more than that, and I didn't. I didn't get a cover, so that's fine with me. Uh, I will take that any day of the week. Uh, LSU blowing them out. Um, so there you go. Um, yeah, you're right, Carvis. I mean, For, Florida could say the same thing too. They're like, God, dude, we we left points on 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 the field, but we we left a lot of points. It really didn't stop us uh, all night. Um, you know. We stopped ourselves on the fourth down play, uh, on the two fourth down play calls. Now, obviously, you know, uh, on Patreon we we do game grades. We'll have our we'll have our game grades posted by tomorrow morning. This wasn't Dimbrock's best game. Okay, I thought last week Dimbrock was okay. I I don't think you could really say one thing or the other about Mike Dimbrock uh, as far as like last week is concerned because we, we couldn't snap the football. We could not snap. We could not snap the football correctly uh, last week. So you can't really, you you, you can't really uh, judge any offense and really grade any offensive player because if you're not snapping the ball well and you're worried about snap infractions, that honestly affects everybody else. It affects your tackles, your guards, your outside receiver. I mean, it just affects the timing of everything. So, man, I I thought Mike had had some tough moments tonight. Okay. And I have been very pro Denbrock this year. Um, the the four runs on fourth down, y'all. We we and Josh is a really good short yardage back. Okay, you 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 can't do that. You can't do that. I understand hurrying up to the line of scrimmage, 
but you can't you and i understand that you know i was sitting next to 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 to, uh to to cliff and he was like well we got to trust our offensive line to get a yard i don't care if it's um freaking a d2 front or fcs front if they know you're going to a short yardage play they're going to be ready for it okay um, the fact that Jaden got no opportunity to run it in himself or throw it in or or any of that on fourth and and and, and goal from from the one, that that's that's tough. I I just don't I I just I I didn't get that. I really didn't. The second thing was um, the fourth down call on the rollout to the left. Okay, uh, we'll talk about this in the film study. Um, the only thing that I would say about Malik Neighbors is he slips a lot. So he slipped on the route. I don't know if it showed up on the broadcast film. He slipped on the route. There is a very tight window to BTJ that was not open that long. Jordan, thank you for the, the Venmo. I appreciate you. Um, y'all, uh, that, that that's a tough throw. That's a tough throw. Rolling him out to his left. On, on fourth and seven. That was a smart move to go for it. Once again, I agreed with Brian Kelly's decision to go for it. Some of you might not like the decision. We obviously couldn't kick a long field goal, um, knowing that we missed a long one last week. And we you can't punt on a 37. So going for it, I think, is a right call. I know fourth and seven is long. I know some of you would say, well, just punt it away. Our defense sucks. You trust Jane Daniels to go get it. I just think a rollout to the left, you're cutting off half the field. He can't really scramble for the yards on a rollout to the left, so we can't pick it up running. Um, and our protection had been pretty good up to that point. I don't agree with the rollout there, but overall, Mike was good. The deep ball to to, to BTJ was a really good call, a really, really, really good call. And Jaden was actually a little bit late on that one, um, but you'll see in the film study why he was a little late on it. Um, and it was, it was slightly, slightly underthrown, but I don't really give a shit. I'm going to be honest. I really don't because if your quarterback's playing this well, uh, it's freaking insane. Okay. Um, so there you go. Now, yeah, yeah, the Florida State game all over again. Okay. We only get two more games of it, y'all. I think at this, I think at this point, I, I don't know. Will you play the bowl game? I would say at this point, Okay, I'll answer this for you, Pegasus. I would lean towards him playing the ball game because that's just kind of who he is, right? He just starts every game. He doesn't miss games. Um, you, you could see a scenario where it's kind of like the Purdue game where, you know, he starts and, you know, you got to prepare for him. And then Garrett Nussmeyer becomes a guy in, in series number two. We would obviously have to optimistically think going into that game, though, that – Malik is going to opt out of the bowl game, okay? BTJ is probably going to opt out of the bowl game, okay? I think those would be the only two opt-outs going into that game, right? Um, so, obviously, I hope they don't. I hope they play the games, but I think, it, you know, at this point, history would tell you that if you're a first-round receiver. Um, and, obviously, Malik is a first-round receiver. I think at this point, BTJ has got a second- or third-round grade. Um you you would you would think you you would think that uh, BTJ uh, is is definitely going to um, not play in the bowl game and go to the NFL at this point because uh, he is playing so good and he's been really good. Um, 
uh, throughout the season. Now, if I was BTJ, obviously I would seriously, and this could um, not be that uh, popular per se, but um, but I I would um, I would say this about BTJ that um, actually. Let me get let me get to this. Okay, so you know you're doing something special. They did this with uh, with Joe Burrow. Let me um I'm gonna play this really quickly. I want to play um I want to play some of Jaden's post game press conference because I've not really listened to it myself. So um it's uh it's here from the goat. Jade, can you explain how a guy who's in a concussion protocol for three days sets an SEC single game total offense record? God, but what happened? Um, that's that's pretty much it. You know, I can't I can't even explain it honestly. You know, um, <clears throat> just how how you created me. You know, being able to just be tough. You know, and get through stuff quickly. Um, you know, it was my first concussion, so you know, just doing everything that they said I needed to do, uh, progress daily. So you know, it just worked out. Jaden in the back, just t- take us through what you see out there. Obviously, coach talked about your patience and you know your willingness to. To wait and Can I hear it? Then when you do see it open it up, what are you, what are you thinking when you have those moments? Um, <clears throat> when I do see it open up, you know, scoring, you know, trying to be more smart when I run. But, um, you know, there's times where I'm, I'm able to, you know, squeak through somebody, you know, we call it split two, um, be able to split two, you know, uh, get a couple more yards or potentially score. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of what I what I think when I'm, I'm sitting back there. You know, I, I tend to be – I try to be more patient back there, you know, let things open up. Um, let guys open up down the field, but if I see a, a run lane, you know, I, I'm going to take it, just be decisive about it. Um, Coach talked about, you know, your week of preparation, the mental reps you took and everything. Can you kind of walk us through what this week was like for you and maybe the transition from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and kind of knowing what could happen this weekend? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was rough. Um, you know, Monday, you know, we usually have things, you know, be able to watch the film for the last game, you know, sky report on the next team. And I wasn't able to be a part of that. Um, you know, obviously, you know, things was bothering me and stuff like that. So uh, Tuesday came and, you know, kind of just try to stay in the same routine. Um, they limited me uh, as much as possible. But, uh, I still try to figure out ways, you know, still to uh, keep my same routine, you know, watch he film, stay consistent. And then, uh, Tuesday helped out a lot, you know, being able to see Garrett and uh, Ricky go out there and, and practice, but also being behind, you know, getting mental reps and you know, watching practice. You know, just, just being dialed in, you know, as much as possible. And then, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday allowed me to practice um, a little bit. So, you know, once you get physical reps, uh, you know, just – Trying to make the most of it, you know, every rep I got. Jaden, right here in the back. Do you feel like tonight was your Heisman moment? You've had a lot of great games this season, but was tonight your Heisman moment to the nation to tell them I'm the best player in the country? Um, I mean, I, I'll say so. Uh, you know, as humbly as possible, but you know, just you know, I, I just give thanks to you know God and my teammates because without them, I wouldn't be in this situation. Over here, Jaden. Uh, tonight, you became the first player in FBS history to uh, finish a game with 350 passing yards, 200 rushing yards. Also joined Johnny Menzel as just the second player in SEC history to finish a game with 200 passing yards, 200 rushing yards. Just what are your initial thoughts on that? Um, 
you know, I, I can't do it on my own. Uh, you know, some things I'm able to do on my own, but, uh, you know, O-line got to gotta block. You know, running backs got to do what they got to do. Um, and receivers got to make plays, you know. I'm just back there just trying to, you know, get them the ball, uh, let them do what they do. Um, you know, O-line does it. They're doing an incredible job, you know, up front, you know, just dominating the, the opponent. You and Garrett were having some fun with the, the Heisman <laughs> Trophy. Uh, are, you, are you taking the attitude, today? I'm just going to have some fun with this and whatever happens, happens with it? Or Yeah, I mean, most definitely. That's what you got to do. Um, got to control what you can control. Uh, and one thing I can control is how, how I approach each and every week. Uh, you know, how I practice and how I play. Um, and then from there, you know, I, I can make those decisions. 51-yard run in particular, y'all just, um, Florida just taking the lead for the first time. Can you take us through that play? And did you actually intentionally look off the linebacker before escaping? <laughs> um, yeah, I was kind of in between if I was going to dump it down to Josh or, um, <clears throat> you know, run. So I seen the linebacker, you know, make his move. And then I just... Counter, counter off of that, basically, you know, was able to run and then, uh, you know, split two guys and be able to score. So, um, you know, some some things I can't explain what I do. Uh, you know, I'll just be in the moment, honestly, but I just know before and I'll just uh, see what the linebacker was going to do. Your, uh, your 85-yard run, I mean, just describe that play. Also, just could you feel the guy behind you? And I mean, sometimes guys have to look at the replay boards to see where guys are behind them. Tell me what you did in that play. Um, you know, uh, the DN crashing, you know, Malik, he threw a, a great block, you know, to allow me to get down the sideline. From there, uh, my whole thought process is just don't get caught. So, um, you know, I started getting tired a little bit at the end, but <laughs> I, I just didn't want to get caught because if I did, I was going to hear it for the, for the rest of the week. That is so funny. I love him so much. God bless. God bless. <laughs> uh, we'll get to Brian Kelly's comments here in just a second. Soft-spoken. But it just hits you in the feels. You say, yeah, that's my Heisman moment. I'm glad he did. I'm glad he didn't get the political answer. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, no. That there's all these great candidates. So Jaden said, hell yeah, that was my Heisman moment. I'm so glad he didn't get the political answer. I'm so glad. Yeah, the volume was a little bit lower than, than me. I cranked it up as much as I could. Um, so there you go. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the, the the Florida side of things. Why not? Okay. Um, is Billy Napier on the hot seat? Man, and that that's that's tough. That would be really dumb if Florida fired him. Actually, I would I would like that to happen. That's not necessarily me saying Billy is just some incredible coach, but. The hardest thing in the world to do at any program is recruit a top five recruiting class, okay? Now, it's easier to do it at three schools, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. That's just historically how it's been, right? Those programs are elite every season. They've got good coaches. Well, two of them do. Um, they got they got great coaches, though. They got a great program. They got great assistants. They got NIL, all that stuff. They're always going to recruit in the top five, right? 
Florida is is back in the top five, top ten. Okay, that is the most important thing you can do. Okay, and I just said earlier that recruiting is not my favorite thing to do, and obviously it's not as 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 important because of the portal. Um, as far as like recruiting elite blue chip high school classes, but the best thing for you to do is recruit at a high level. Dan Mullen is schematically a better play caller than Billy Napier will ever be. Okay, but he didn't recruit. Okay, uh, Kirby Smart obviously called him out on that pretty directly. Uh, earlier this year, took a shot at Dan Mullen. Why do you do that? We can get I can get into the story uh, some other day. Probably better serve for the SEC channel. So yeah, you know if if you're if you're LSU, hell yeah, we go fire Billy Napier, and those crews are uh, hell. Their their team has been mostly Louisiana guys. Best offensive lineman last year from Louisiana. Both the running backs had good good games today, in particular Etienne. Both from Louisiana. Uh, coaches from Louisiana. Uh, I think their strength and head strength and condition coach from um, UL Lafayette, obviously. Uh, Billy Napier, obviously UL Lafayette. Um, but I'd hire Billy as an analyst immediately. Um, I, I think Billy as a play caller is is actually fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, it's 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 crazy how people lose sight of the the – Bigger picture with uh, Billy Napier. Okay. Uh, let's see what he can do with Lagway and these guys coming in for them. And obviously, it's not as big a deal for us moving forward with Billy uh, because we don't play him every year uh, after this uh, these these next couple of years. Okay. Now, what's interesting about the Florida game is going into the night, the all-time record was 33-33-3. Okay. Now we take the lead, and we have won quite a few in a row here. Okay, we have not lost one since 2018. 2019, obviously we won. 2020, we won that game as 23-point uh, underdogs. 2021, won that game as 10-point underdogs. 2022, won that game as around a field goal underdog. 2023, we were 15-point uh, uh, favorites. Not only when we cover. Okay. So yeah, I I I gotta I gotta be real, man. We've owned these guys. All right. I actually walked uh back towards in this direction. Uh Billy Napier, uh the Florida Gators, um the uh there's some Florida Gator fans walking and there's some LSU fans yelling, it sucks to be a Florida Gator. It sucks to be a Florida Gator. And guess what? The Florida fans are like, it does right now. <laughs> the one thing I will say about Billy Napier, I have I've I've debated this to myself briefly on the walk back. Okay. Would it be better or worse if Florida did not go bowling this year? Okay, now hear me out. Okay, Florida sucks in bowl games. Florida sucks in bowl games. They no-show more than any other team. Okay, so Florida's going to be at another crappy bowl this year. They're only going to have six wins. They don't, they're not going to beat Missouri and Florida State this year. They're just not. Okay, but... If Florida wins another game, they got to get ready for the bowl season. 
their bowl game's probably going to be around where the early signing period is. And they could care less about the bowl game and more worry about finishing out this recruiting class. So I think if you're a Florida fan, you want to go bowling, but you really don't, right? Because uh, you know your team is going to no-show. Remember, they got beat by Oregon State 30 to 30 to 0 last year. Okay. Um one one thing I one thing I will say, all right, um, about the uh, the Billy Napier uh, situation here is I'm so glad we're so past the should we have hired him or Brian Kelly story. Okay. I'm so glad we are past that. Cause it's, it was such a stupid debate to begin with. Of course, Brian Kelly's a better coach than Billy Napier and a better fit for us than Billy Napier. Okay. No, I was not on the sidelines uh, tonight. I wasn't, but yeah, so Florida, Missouri is definitely uh, making us look really good right now. Blowing the brakes off of Tennessee today. I did not see that happening. Uh, Missouri handled them, handled them. Okay. I'm glad that they did. I had the Missouri over their win total. They had already cleared that. I had Tennessee under their win total. I had them under nine and uh, or under nine and a half, and today sealed it. Okay. Rodney with the super chat says Travis Etienne took the wrong path. Well, that's another reason why you would want Billy Napier to be fired because Etienne will enter the portal and uh, is. High as you can be on Caleb Jackson. I mean, how many running backs in the SEC are better than ETN? Um, Judkins and we can have a debate uh, about a few others. I mean, I would guess at this point, ETN's probably the RB2. Uh, Tennessee's got three really good running backs. They obviously really couldn't get going today. Um, so there you go. Um, so yeah, we, we want we want Billy. Uh, to be fired because uh, there were some talented coaches and players that we would be uh, very interested in, but he's not going to be fired. So uh, there you go. I don't think he coached a bad game tonight though. Um, It just goes to show you that if you have an all time, great quarterback, all you need is a few stops. Now were some of these stops that we had lucky tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We had some lucky breaks uh, on some of these stops, Um, but we got him. All, all you need is just a few. Doesn't matter if they're ugly. You just need to make some second-half stops, and Jaden's going to win you the game. All right? And this is going to be the next thing I say about Jaden Daniels. And I know this whole show has been about Jaden. Okay? Being in Tiger Stadium, there was never a doubt in my mind that we were losing that game. Never. It never even creeped, crept in my mind because I was like, well, they're not going to stop Jaden, and we were ahead. We we're, you know, going back and forth with the possessions. I like, there's just no way. There's just no way. Um, and, and I never felt that way. Last week versus Alabama, I felt, yeah, you know, Alabama, they're playing well defensively. Uh, we've had some offensive line issues. Of course, I thought that game was a toss up, but tonight I never felt that way. I was like, Jaden's going to find a way to get it done, and. Um, Little did I know he found a way to to cover. Okay. Yeah, L, uh, that that is good. LD, you know, moving up in the polls. The shitty thing about the polls now is they don't mean anything at, at this point, right? That stuff would matter if we were still with two losses. 
Also, one thing, and I don't mean to rub salt in wounds here, Ole Miss getting massacred uh, today was not only somewhat predictable, but we will we would be we would be pole position to 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 play Georgia. Okay, now would we have beaten Georgia this year? We would obviously have a better shot this year to beat Georgia and go to the playoffs. Obviously, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Um, won't ever get that matchup. Won't ever get that rematch. Uh, you know, last week Alabama was a better team, and uh, we just got to live with that the rest of our lives. Okay, that Jaden didn't get his rematch um, versus Georgia. So here you go. Well, I'll say the other side of it. I'm not sure Billy's ever going to be LSU. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Damn. Jordan, I gave up the super chat. 34, 33, and 3. Okay. You can't beat that, man. Always going to have one more over Florida. Always. Obviously, we'll play him again, but it feels good. It feels good. Huh? 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 Let's go. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. And, and one more thing. I do not like the Atlanta Falcons. I just don't like the Atlanta Falcons. Especially since B. John Robinson's on my fantasy team. Um, yeah, TLV is just not the same. You now, bowl game, uh, bowl game would, would we used to mean something. Um, let's go to Rumble Road here. We'll take a few more here. Once again, if you if you want to, what we'll do we'll do this here. Next five to ten minutes, I'll answer as many as we possibly can. But if you super chat, we'll keep it going. I'll stay up till two in the freaking morning. I'm on a freaking high right now, like. I, feel, I kind of feel like going to the club. 12-team playoff makes it easier to win a championship. Yeah, Rumble Road, the 12-team playoff would greatly benefit LSU. Um, and it's going to moving forward. I I don't like it. I, I still don't like the 12-team playoff. But uh, the truth truth be told, um, it's it's – It's going to help us. It's going to help us. Okay. This is the worst LSU will ever be defensively. Billy will never beat LSU. Uh, I'm never going to say. I, actually, you know what I'm going to do, Rodney? Is I'm never actually going to say that. Because... I said this very thing about the 2020 and 2021 LSU defense. It's never going to be as bad as this. It's never going to be as bad as this. But guess what, Rodney? It got worse. It got worse. It got worse.
explain it to me. Explain how that happens. You tell me. You tell me how it got worse. Doesn't make doesn't make any 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 sense. Okay. Let's go to Black OT Super Chat. Shout out to Black OT and, and, and D holding it down. Was Jaden sacked tonight? Was he sacked? Yes, he was. Um twice. Uh once by DB and once by uh Chris McClellan and uh Derek Wingo, a linebacker. So how do you feel about an AM game uh with, with on their third string quarterback? We're gonna destroy them. It, I, I would I would highly recommend you go to that game. Uh Obviously, that game uh, becomes a lot more interesting. Uh, I th- I think the one thing that's going to be interesting about that game, Mystic uh, Rain, and LSU's obviously great media creative team is going to have to make this choice. Okay, this might get clipped and uh, shared with others. That's fine. Do okay. One thing that really added to Joe Burrow's legend was the Burrow jersey and. The, it, it wasn't so much the Burrow jersey, but it was a camera shot running him out of the tunnel and him hugging all his family and all that stuff. Um, are they going to do the same thing? That's kind of a Joe Burrow thing. I don't know if they want to do the same thing, uh, but I think they should. I honestly think that that helped. I mean, Joe was going to win the Heisman no matter what, but I think I think that did help to the allure. Like that video has been played probably 10 to 15 million times when you really think about it, that clip, that one minute clip, I think you do the same thing. Like get the gimbal on the Sony a seven. What is it? A Sony a seven triple I. I don't know how to say the camera name correctly. And uh, I think it's Matt Tornquist that took that shot and you got to have a still shoulder, right? Got to have that thing on a gimbal. Uh, Are they going to do the same thing for the senior night? Because Texan will be senior night. So there we go. Let's go to uh, Jesse Carter. Unlikely, but would you take Dave Aranda as the next defensive coordinator? Obviously, Madhouse first needs to be fired. Let me be clear. Okay. I doubt Dave Aranda survives. I think Baylor got blown out today. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's it's it's crazy. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Dave freaking Miranda. I have a public service announcement. We got a public service announcement. What are you gonna say? Get your PHL merch. Oh yeah, we do have bands. Sweatshirts. Hats, get your hats. Oh no, wrong, wrong hat. Oh, get I knew, I hat. knew. No, yeah, get your hats, your bands, and your t-shirts. PHL. Those are enough. How's that? How's Postalize? Postalize world class. Yeah. Did Jay Ward clean it all out? Oh yeah, we 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 we're all done. Postalize oh, the, the, the Postalize gone? Yeah, right here. Yeah. yeah, he was he was gone before he got here. No wait. Wait, it was already gone. Wait, you tell me. Hey, you tell me why Jaden Daniels isn't Heisman this year? 
You tell me. You tell me the difference. You tell me why Jane Daniels hasn't won the Heisman today. It's it's signed, sealed, delivered. No, it's not. He has to perform the next two weeks and outperform Penix. But but did, no. did Bo Nix win tonight? Yes. Damn. I'll I'll verify that. He, he needs uh if Bo, he if needs Bo Nix to lose, but is Jordan Daniels Heisman to lose? But if Bo Nix or Michael Penix goes off in that Pac-12 championship Who? game. Who's Michael Penix? Okay. The quarterback for Washington. Bro, if he who cares, who cares about the Pac-12? If he goes, I don't. No one no. cares about the Pac-12. Nobody. No. Carl has a point. Because if they go off on the Pac-12 championship, that's going to reduce Jaden's chances. However, Jaden should be the favorite. No one cares about the Pac-12. Yes, they do. They don't. That's why they're disbanding. No we'll one see. cares. We'll see. And uh, anyway, anyway, the whole thing was get your PHL merch, bands, hats, sweatshirts. Get that. Wait, what did they say about bands? Bands. What do, what do bands do? Bands will make them dance. Bands will make them dance. Bands will make them dance. Yeah. But Carter, answer me this. Why is the Pac-12 disbanding on the year they're the most popular? I, I don't know. Why would the Pac-12 after dark has been lit? The football gods have. Yes, yeah, the football gods. Out of all the years. Out of all the years. Because the Pac-12 has sucked, but this year they're good, right? That's all I got to say. Hey, mm. PHL for life, man. PHL. PHL for Jay life. Ward, are you leaving? No, he's, he's, he's okay. quit right. doing bourbon. Yeah, y'all doing bourbon shots? Okay. So, Michael B., you actually do make a good point. I got a whole bag of these. Okay. So, uh, when I was giving uh, Dwayne Bow one of these, uh, the I had a whole bag of them, and they all fell out. They fell out of my little fanny pack here. Uh, so, I walk around with the fanny pack on game day because I'm giving out um, cards, right? And I still got a whole stack of these uh, to give out. Um, so, we, we were we – were, uh, I was walking around. I ran out of them. So when I got in the stadium, I didn't have any more. They fell out of my bag. So the last one I gave, I gave to uh, a PHLer that saw me in there. So, uh, so yeah, man. These are my favorite bands we've ever had. Okay, the book bands, I don't know if I'm going to make any more book bands. R.I.P. Book the Dog. Okay. Penix had minus 14 yards rushing today. I don't know. I think th- – I think – I think this will be the toughest Heisman vote ever. Because if Jaden lights it up these next two weeks, which he will, there's no doubt in my mind, it's going to be really hard to not give it to him. God, we just we just need Penix and Bo Nix to lay some eggs, right? Jordan Travis has a really good case because he did beat Jaden head up. So, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rodney, I wouldn't I wouldn't go. I understand. Okay, let's just say Dave Veranda is a guy, which he won't be. I don't I don't think Dave Veranda would, would come back. I think Brian Kelly would want to go get like just someone new. Um I don't think the Dave Veranda Bo Pelini thing is mano y mano for a few reasons. Number one, Bo Pelini 
was not fired at Youngstown State. Okay. He was still the head coach there and he had a good situation. He was coaching with his brother. And there's a, well, what's a better dream than that? You're a head coach on a staff with no pressure. Bo Pelini has millions of dollars. Okay. And his brother was on the staff. He took this job because LSU paid him a lot of money. And he obviously was very successful at LSU. And little did he know that he got there and it was difficult, right? A worldwide virus hit, um, takes his job, didn't quite have the reins of the defense. Uh, if anyone actually watched the games, they could tell you that. And um, and he sucked, okay? Completely different situation. Brian Kelly, if Dave Aranda came back, Dave Aranda would have been fired from Baylor for him to come to LSU if, if Brian Kelly wanted to go down that, that route. So Dave Aranda won't have a job. You know, Bo Pelini had a job. More likely, Dave Aranda's not going to come over here during the middle of a worldwide pandemic. And also, Brian Kelly would let Dave Aranda do what he does. Now, the issue is we would need to recruit a different kind of athlete to run what Dave Aranda wants to run. Okay? It's not a totally drastic change, but we would need to change quite a bit um, the types of players that we need that we would need to go pick up to, to run our defense. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's um, it's 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 basically where I stand right now with the uh, now, Michael, wait, I, I still I still have some book bands. Tomorrow's going to have some. So I'll send you one uh, when I get back. Uh, cause I know how much you lo- you love dogs more than basically anyone on the channel. So I got you. Uh, let's take a few more here. Um, Chase, what's good, brother? It's been a while, man. Good to see you. Chase has been a bug band guy for a while. Let's see here. <laughs> Shorty, man. You should you should have come hang out, bud. I've not listened to the Brian Kelly presser. If y'all want, I could play it. You want, you want me to play the Brian Kelly press conference? Um, I can play. I can play it just so y'all can have the audio in here. I could chill for a little bit. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. We'll, we'll play some of it. I kind of want to listen to it myself. Um, I saw what he said about the the Andre Sam thing. I think that's spot on. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a one thing. One thing I will say about Brian Kelly is this off season is going to be very, very, very interesting. Last year wasn't interesting at all, right? We kind of knew what our team was. This year is going to be very interesting. So Noah Kane, um, Josh Williams coming in. Um, and, and here's two guys that haven't played all year. And, and when we need uh, a couple of guys that are seniors, look, you guys want me to talk about Jaden Daniels. I get it, okay? But you're going to listen to me, okay? Because I got the podium, and you're going to have to listen to me. And that's just the way it goes. And, and I mean that with a great deal of respect. 
But when you're building a program and you want your players to model themselves after the right people in terms of the world that we live in today with NIL and the transfer portal, here's two guys that haven't played much all at all. And all they've done is been great teammates and done the little things the right way and have practiced hard and have waited for their opportunity. And when their opportunity came, they delivered for us today. And for me, that gives me so much energy in this profession that when we're talking about transfers and, you know, NIL and, and how that um, drives you out of the profession, to have two guys like that in the locker room just gives you so much energy because they are out there. And, and that's why I wanted to take a moment to let you know um, those are the kind of kids that we want to model. Now, I know you want to talk about Jaden Daniels. He's pretty good. Matter of fact, he set an FBS record tonight, as you know, where he threw for 350 yards and rushed for 200. So um, just an amazing, amazing uh, accomplishment. Um, as you know, he was in a concussion protocol. Um, but here again, you know, talk about doing it the right way. Tuesday, he did not practice, but he was out on the field. He took mental reps right behind uh, the offensive unit was attentive, um, you know, had a play script in his hand, did it the right way, prepared the right way on Tuesday. Wednesday, he was in a non-contact situation where he, he got all of the work necessary, so he was prepared. And because of that, was able to compete at the highest level. And today, um, you know, when you have a player like that and a, and a guy like Noah Kane and Josh Williams – you, you want to put those guys out in front so others can see that's the way you do it. And so thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about those guys because we're blessed that, um, you know, we have them. I know everybody wants to talk about going 10-0 and 0 and winning a national championship, and I know that's important. But in this time where we're building a program, those three guys are as important as anything that's happened this year for me. So great game. Uh, I thought Florida played great football tonight. Um, they uh, they did some really good things defensively, uh, caused it uh, caused some difficulty for us. Uh, but when you know we were able to make some adjustments at half and and lock down some protections that uh, they were overloading some of our protections, we got the one on one matchups that that eventually you know broke it open for us. I thought their quarterback was really good. Our quarterback was just uh, better. Um, so with that, we'll open up the questions, and thanks again. Did Florida use a spy? Hmm? Did Florida use a spy? I have no idea. Just check. Right here, you talked about building, obviously. Go back to that last drive. Uh, you had some young guys in there, obviously, but to not let Florida score there at the end, what does that say about kind of resolve where a lot of fans might not see a lot, but what did you see out of that? Yeah, it was the last two drives, right? Obviously, and we told them on the sideline, we just need a few stops. And and we got the big stop, obviously, that allowed us the last touchdown. And as you know, we were able to chop a lot of time off the clock. And, and uh, again, I think that drive was was – probably the most significant the last one you know we were in softer coverage we were willing to give up some some yardage but i think i don't know that we have made many stops inside 
the 10 yard line or inside the five this year. So just to prevail and, and have enough of the tenacity necessary is, is going to help us moving forward, especially with so many young guys on the field. Right, we talked about in the back straight ahead. We've talked about uh, the offense and Jaden on third down, specifically the duality of his game, keeping the defense honest. But how much does the rest of the offense selling what they do and being a, a threat on every play allow Jaden to, to be able to, to make these huge plays? Well, it's, you know, I think we had six third downs today, you know, so we didn't have a lot of third downs. And when we got into third down situations, they were either all or nothing in terms of what they did. So they either brought, you know, six, seven up, and then they dropped everybody. And when they did, Jaden would scan and there was nothing there. He would just take off. And then when they brought pressure, he would stay in there and then find the one-on-one -on -one matchup. So when you have a quarterback that is that patient and willing to stay in there, um, obviously it's, it's helped when you have balance, you know, with the receivers that we have. And then to have running backs that are willing to give themselves up in terms of protection too. Um, so clearly, um, you know, Mason Taylor hasn't been talked about a lot, but you know, he was, he was outstanding in protection. We had to leave him in a lot tonight. He had some nice catches, but he was also part of that as well. Uh, Coach, what are your thoughts on the uh, call against Andre in the uh, second quarter? I figured that was going to come up. Um, I needed to take a little bit more time to to make sure that um, I, I was articulating this the right way. I just think that we're in a bad position in college football as it relates to um, targeting. Um, and I brought this up when it you know, when we had the uh, the transmitter in the helmet, um, I had been pounding that table for the transmitter in the helmet for about three years. And it's fallen on deaf ears until all of a sudden there seems to be this um, sign stealing, you know, epidemic. And now everybody wants to put um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the radio piece in the helmets. Well, we're going to get to that with targeting as well. When you have a situation like we did where Jaden Daniels gets hit underneath the chin, driven to the ground uh, and is concussed um, and it doesn't get reviewed. And then we have a play like tonight, which was a normal football play where a running back is lowering his shoulder and we are trying to make a tackle. We're not targeting. We're not trying to lead with the helmet. We're just trying to make a tackle. We throw a kid out of the game. That is tragic. We're, we're in a bad place right now. And we, we need to stop and figure this out. Because there's a lot of words I could use. But it's tragic that we threw a kid out of a game because he was trying to play football. And you, whatever semantics there's going to be a great explanation about this oh he used the crown of his helmet or he did this or he did that he was playing football last week that guy that hit Jaden daniels was trying to knock him out you can say whatever you want but that's what he was trying to do our guy was trying to make a tackle so everybody's smart enough to figure that out but we have two different outcomes we got to figure it out and uh, what were your thoughts on Ryan Yates and Jordan Allen when they uh, came to replace Andre? They uh, 
you know, they uh, they did a pretty good job. I mean, they, look, I mean, we, we should have cut one post off, you know, but I thought, you know, Jordan got a little bit more work. Um, I don't know that he got a lot. I think the one thing that disappointed me a little bit with the young guys is they got to tackle. And and I'm not going to let up on that with them. I mean, when you go out there, I don't care if you run 4-2, 4-3. I don't care if you got six stars or 18 stars. You better darn tackle. And we got to tackle when we're out there. And um, it's it's uh, it's a it's a not even an art. It's uh, it's a it's a want to, and we got to tackle better. Uh, Coach, in all your years of coaching, have you seen a quarterback like Jaden in terms of his running ability? A guy that can go eighty-five yards up the sideline and just nope, never. Uh, I mean, his ability. Look, usually those guys tire out. You know, I mean. Smokey the Bear jumps on his back at about 30 yards and that lactic acid kicks in and then they're gone. He kept going. Um, he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, he's the best quarterback in the country. He's the best uh, playmaker in the country. He's the best player. Now, uh, I've seen – I've watched them all. Um, you know, he he is the best player. You can, you can say whatever you want. Well, we're seven and three and, you know – whoever else is undefeated, that doesn't mean anything. What matters is who's the best player. He's the best player. And obviously he was playing at a very high level last week. Yes, he was. He shouldn't be penalized for getting knocked out of a game. Well, look, whoever the, uh, you know, (laughs) here's what I'll say. Um, His numbers obviously prove to everybody um, what he's done over the entire year. And then at night like tonight, um, I think kind of solidify that. Ryan, do you have an update yet on John Emery after he had to leave the game? It um, it was a knee injury. Um, we'll we'll probably have to do some further testing, but it seemed to be um, fairly significant. I think you you talked about how you know had to overload protections. I think it was and then what allowed those one on ones to end up kind of opening up late in the second half and be able to hit those deep shots like to Brian. We had to make some adjustments in protections. They were sending one extra player, um, and and so it, it you know as you know we rolled out um, out of our no back to get away from the backside end who we couldn't block. So they then started to send an extra overload up inside which required us to change our protections because they covered everybody and then send somebody through the a gap. So, um, you know, anytime you do that, you have to kind of tweak your protections a little bit. We did that at halftime. We were able to pick that up. Coach, I know you said a couple of weeks ago that awards take care of themselves. Do you think Jaden took care of one tonight? Uh, if if he didn't win it tonight, he's got to be the leading candidate because what he did tonight, it, unless the Heisman is just about popularity, if you want to be the most popular, then fine. But he's the best player in college football. He did something tonight that no one's ever done. So if that doesn't make you the leading candidate, um, then maybe the Heisman is not really for the best player. Maybe it's for the most popular player. <coughs> Coach, kind of coming back full circle, uh, talk about the receivers tonight. You know, Malik's a star. Thomas is there. Kyron Lacey didn't even have a catch. But the blocking downfield that they did to uh, to give Jaden, you know, the openings that he had to go 85 yards, Malik took two people out. 
Yeah, they were, um, uh, you know, and, and we got called for, for a holding um, downfield, which, you know, I'll take because our guys are, are working hard. Look, when you have a quarterback that, that plays at that level, that gets their attention. Um, and I, I think that, you know, they know that he can turn long runs into touchdowns. And so, you know, I commend them on, on their work ethic and getting, you know, uh, guys covered up downfield and uh, being physical with them. Thank you. Thanks for listening. of edges based on Tom's history of winning Super Bowls, but he said both have attributes you cannot see, and that's... All right, there's Jaden Daniels. Oh, man. Uh, you heard from Jaden Daniels, you heard from Brian Kelly in full. Uh, so, there you go. Tackling was uh, better. Tonight, it wasn't great. It was slightly better. It won't ever be as bad as uh, it was versus Ole Miss. Um, I will also say this. If you are watching this right now, we'll take a few more here. Um, th this this is very important, okay, if you are watching this. We got another super chat here from Jared. Appreciate you, okay? You are important. If you are watching this right now, you are important. Now, how do how do I know this? Well, why does the LSU defense play better at home than they do on the road? Now, they were still bad on the road, but they made some stops. It's because of you. You you at Tiger Stadium matter. You, it matters so much, right? Um, you take a look at. I, I think when you're on the road, the, the position that really is hurt the most is the offensive line, right? Brian Denny was so damn loud last week. Our offensive line struggled because of all the crowd noise, okay? They – you matter. Like, we, we got sacks. We got some pressure tonight. You you matter. You matter, okay? That's all there is to it. Um, I, a few of you asked about the update here with John Emery. <sighs> obviously, he's definitely going to be out uh, for next week. And, and man, it, it, obviously, I'm not, I'm not going to put the cart before the horse, but it, it does it does look, it does look tough. It does look tough. Uh, tell him, Mike, I love it. It's past 12 a.m. on Saturday. Preacher BK was preaching the JD5 Heisman gospel. Jared A., yeah, you're right. I wish BK had that fire about his defense. Um yeah, I wish the defense gave him something to be as fired up, you know, about. Uh, I get that. Okay. Um, you know, it, it is important to point out, like, you can't really see an LSU player walk around without something honoring Greg Brooks. Uh, you know, I, I do want to bring that up, you know, not just for like a sentimental thing, but – our defense would be better if Greg Brooks was back there, right? That That's playing a, an objective role. Now, was our defense kind of sort of struggling before that? Yeah, we were tough versus Florida State, um, and we weren't we weren't that great versus Grambling. Uh, but we'd be better. We would have a, you know, a, a leader. We'd have another body out there. 
And uh, keep in mind, you know, when Andre Sam was out, we had Ryan Yates uh, step in. Okay. And there was obviously some tough reps from him. And then we had Jordan Allen step in. You know, he missed a, a, a tackle as well. Um, you know, it just shows you how thin we are in the secondary. And I think at this point, um, you know, I, I think at this point right now, if you're Brian Kelly, the resource or your resources need to all be directed towards defensive backs. You've got to be the highest bidder for whoever the best DB is out there. Um, and, um, you know, it's just all there is to it. You, you got to do whatever it takes to, to, to get the best DBs in, in the portal here. Um, and look, do we have some good DBs coming in that, that might be able to um, be a, a guy for us immediately? Maybe so. You know, BB Causey as the um, swagger to step in and, and be uh, potentially an Ashton Stamps kind of guy for us uh, next year. Obviously, Toviano playing uh, as much as he's played tonight is going to be good for his confidence moving forward. What is his best position? You know, I think uh, some of you think he's a safety. I know Cliff uh, thinks he's a safety. And, um, you know, that, that's obviously uh, a, a question that uh, that Brian Kelly will need to, you know, meet with Toviano to see how he feels. I think Toviano is one of these kind of guys that can play all five, right? Um, you know, there's not many of those guys that walk through the the, the, the doors of, of Tiger Stadium, right? Um, but where, where is he best fitted? Is he more of a safety? Is he more of a corner? I had him more of a safety coming in, but our need right now is that corner. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's all there is to it. It's all there is to it. Jess, uh, man, watching all the way in Colombia, I really appreciate you, man. Um, that is so cool that uh, we're worldwide, right? Yusha uh, super chatted a little bit earlier in uh, you know Ukraine. That's always really cool. Um, it's good. Charlie's watching all the way. Uh, Oh, Charlie, can I shout out where you're from? I'm kidding. The Philippines, baby. Let's, uh, can we talk about SEC bias? Not just Bama, but tonight was horrible too. In, uh, in what way? The, the officiating? Was he officiating, um, something? Senor Tiger. Or should it be Senor Tiger? Did I say that right? Good to see you, man. Okay. Uh, Michael B. Can we talk about the SEC? Uh, Michael, yeah, clarify, uh, you know, what uh, what you want me to get to. Are you saying, like, SEC bias, or are you just saying, like, SEC refs are just bad in general? Let's go to Rodney here. You need better DB coaches. Bring Corey Raymond back if possible. Yeah, okay. Obviously, it was really cool seeing Corey Raymond talk to some of his former players. Um, we saw uh, Corey Raymond meet with Jacoby Stevens. Obviously, those two have a really, you know, good relationship um from you know winning a national championship together uh look i'll I'll say this about Corey. once again this wasn't the florida secondary wasn't the reason why they lost today did they get burned yeah but i mean they got they got burned by two nfl guys right uh cory raymond would not be a good fit if we don't mend that relationship with Brian Kelly, Corey Raymond, and the rest of the staff, right? Like for for me, 
if I was a position coach, if you already didn't want to retain me and now I, you're, I'm going out to you and saying, hey, I want you back. Um, obviously, if Corey wants to come back and Brian Kelly says, hey, let bygones, bygones speak bygones, sure, bring him back. But I, I think it's just tough to mend relationships like that. It's not as easy as you, as you would think. But obviously, Corey Raymond would be better than what we have now. And I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But who you are as a coach now isn't who you are as a coach then. Relationships matter, right? And the one thing we need as a coaching staff is uh, good symbiosis, right? We need everyone to be together. We need we need everyone to, you know, understand you know the the final mission, of course, which is uh, winning a national championship. Corey's won a national championship, right? Corey's a big time DB coach. He's coached some of the best. Okay, but always remember, you know, we had great DBs before Corey Raymond. And hopefully, eventually, we'll have great DBs after Corey Raymond. Well, we had great DBs after Corey Raymond last year. We had great DBs. So, uh, there you go. Okay, so Michael's talking about the uh, okay the the SEC bias uh, officiating. Okay, I thought you were saying like, did, were the officiated was were the officials bias uh, towards Florida or LSU tonight? But I I know what you're talking about now. Um, uh, just about Alabama's bias. Okay. At, at this point, Alabama at home has objectively had the calls go their way, okay? I understand that I have a super viral video on my SEC channel calling out the Bama officiating versus Tennessee. So not even my team, okay? And last year, I made the, the god-awful mistake, okay? And I when I – Meet the pearly gates. I'm going to tell the Lord, hey, I the one thing I regret in my life is doing a video defending Alabama last year and how badly the Alabama-Tennessee game was officiated in favor of Tennessee. So I did a video on that last year. Now, this year I did a video on how bad the officiating was in favor of Alabama versus Tennessee, and I showed direct evidence, and I actually kept some stuff out, okay? Tennessee had eight penalties for 75 yards. Bama had one penalty for five yards. Okay. Does that make sense? Sometimes it does, right? One team commits more penalties versus the other. Sometimes that makes sense. But there was plenty of missed calls in favor of Alabama. And if they don't win that game versus Tennessee, um, we're, we're in a, it's a completely different debate about the SEC right now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the simple truth is the officials have, have, have helped. Alabama out greatly uh, this year, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Okay, now is Alabama still the best team in the SEC West? Yes, they are. Did they deserve to beat us last week? Yes, because guess what? They have a defense with a freaking pulse. Okay, so you know they they deserve to win the game uh, last week. That's all there is to it. Can we also acknowledge that Dallas Turner is still a dirty player? Yes, but guess what? I've had a freaking unbelievable night. I've gotten to hang out with friends that I have not seen in forever, and I don't want to talk about things that upset me. College football is a game that I try to not like get to me. It's my profession. I take it very serious. Um, you know, obviously last week the Dallas Turner thing made me do some things that, uh, that were a little bit, you know, out of the ordinary for me spending a lot of time uh, talking about one play in particular. 
and the Alabama fans, you know, coming after me as usual, uh, calling me soft, calling me saying, well, you don't know how you didn't play football and you don't know anything about hits and the good old days. And I was like, shut the F up. Um, obviously that, that disappointed me. And I saw, you know, my, uh, player, favorite player on this team get knocked out of the game and he was concussed and I thought he wasn't going to get to play tonight. And, um, that sucks. Obviously sucks. Uh, so yeah, you know, obviously that game is in, in the rear view and it's going to remain in the rear view. And I'm not going to let that game affect how I feel about this team the rest of the way. Okay. You out of here? How about? See, can't be home. How about? Hit me up in the morning. Yeah. How about? Right. Cheers. Good to see you, bud. Good to see you. Thank you. Um, look, Porter, uh, uh, please correct me if I'm saying this correctly, Don. And by the way, if I ever do a post game in Baton Rouge and you guys want to come hang out with me in the post game, we can work something out. Huh? Huh? We have an open door policy. Um, over here, just don't come beat me up, okay? Uh, Don, all the way in Porto. Uh, did, am I saying this right? Vallarta, Vallarta. I know it's not Vallarta. In Mexico, good to see you, Don. In Mexico, it's been a while since I see you, Don. I was thinking about you the other day, and um, but yeah, John, to 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 your point, the bigger markets. Uh, it's a Michael B's point. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Michael B, if we if we really want to get spicy, you want to y'all want to get really spicy today? Like I mean, like spicy, spicy. You know who the true biggest media market is? It's Ohio State. I'm serious. Like I've I've read like some analysis on this. Okay, I'm not the best. Like I'm not a Richard Deitch or or Michael Mulvihill. I know I'm not saying his name correctly. These guys are like ratings experts. Andrew Marchand. Like medium ratings experts, not Nielsen, whoever. But Ohio State draws a massive number. They just do. They're Ohio freaking state. Okay. Y'all want to get into a debate about the Michigan stuff today? A little weird, if you ask me. I know it's late, but I gotta I gotta be real, y'all. It's a little it's a little effing weird. You okay? I I am I am not a Michigan defender in this in this case. Obviously, they went and, and broke the rules. Okay, and I'm also not making a um well everybody steals signs argument either. The only thing, the only point I will make about the Michigan shit right now, okay? And I'm cursing because it's late. Okay, the only the, the only thing I'll say about this, the fact. That they suspended him on a Friday. Okay. Before this game begins. When there is no way all this evidence could have been combed through. Okay. Obviously, there's probably something else that they have that we aren't privy to right now. Um, But it's pretty clear that. The Big Ten doesn't like Michigan. The 80s don't like Michigan. They don't like Harbaugh's arrogance. Obviously, um, I wish Shibley was in here. Sibley, are you still in here? I doubt you are. 
he actually knows a little bit more about this stuff than a lot of us because he he knows people in power in Michigan because Sibley knows everybody. Um, so he could probably tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, Michigan side of things. But I, I think I think it is a little bit of bullshit I, that that freaking um, that that the freaking Harbaugh gets suspended for this game. Next week's game. Sure. But you better have like some some real smoke and gun kind of stuff here. But Carter, they they freaking have the evidence. It's clear he's on the other sidelines and filming and all that stuff. But you have to admit, it's a little swift, right? It does not seem like Michigan is really able to de- to develop a, a, a defense to all of this. Okay, and then all these meetings and stuff like that. And you suspend him before a big game like this? Tell me this. Do you think an SEC school would have this happen if it was, let's say, Alabama or Georgia, which is the equivalent of Michigan to the Big Ten, right? Do you think that that's? Do you think freaking Greg Sankey is is suspending freaking Georgia or Alabama in this point? Hell no! It's weird. This shit is. It's a weird, weird, weird story. Weird story. Okay. And I think some of it. I think some of it is the fact that Harbaugh is always. There's always something with Harbaugh, and this. Like you guys know, I'm not a Harbaugh guy. I'm I'm just not a Harbaugh guy. It's a mixture of a lot of different things, right? It's the choking in the playoffs, chokes in the playoffs all the time, chokes in bowls game bowl games all the time. Okay, and I think there's an objective reason to that because Jim Harbaugh is always looking the, to the NFL. It's the NFL every year with Jim Harbaugh. So you know the season's over. There's a break before the bowl game. And you're having to recruit and all this stuff, and you're flirting with the NFL every year. I, I, I'm telling you, I would hate to be a Michigan fan, it, and I would feel this way. Brian Kelly was flirting with the NFL like every single year. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that could, I don't think you could run a program that way. How are you going to recruit? How are you going to recruit? Um, but here tonight, I'm defending Jim Harbaugh. I, I, it's, once again. I've not followed the story as closely as 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 as, as others. I I think I think suspending him for the final two games of the season, sure, okay, because one of those games is Ohio State, right? But to suspend him when he's watching the freaking game from the team hotel, it's weird. It's weird. There has to be there has to be something else that's not out there yet. Um, it's 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 um, uh, but yeah, come on. Come on. Put the microphones in the helmet. Yeah, Gerald, I, I've heard this a lot. And they should. They should. But there's still got to be some communication. There's still got to be some communication. Okay. Uh, because, you know, you, you signal the call in, unless you're getting in the huddle every time, there's still has got to be some signals um, done from the quarterback to, to whoever. But it does limit 
a lot. It does limit a lot of the signaling um, from, you know, the people in the Teletubby outfits, the coach, the, the GAs and assistants in the Teletubby outfits. Um, but, um, but yeah. All right, Don, you get the next question. Go right on ahead, man. We're just chilling, man. I'm only staying up all night cutting a film study and driving back home tomorrow. Film study uh, will be tomorrow night. Let's see. Oh, Jamar Chase tweeted out. How about them Tigers Coach O boys? Huh? 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 Yes. Oh, look, Jaden, uh, not Jaden, Jaden's, uh, one of his family members just texted me. That's great. Okay. Now, uh, let's, let's give a card out tonight. Uh, it's good to see this guy back in Tiger Stadium tonight. Let's give a Chris Hilton out right now. Okay. So, this guy right here is a Louisiana legend. All right, and I teased this a little bit earlier. Okay. This guy has influenced a lot of people's happiest days of their lives. Let me put it this way. Okay. Can you name the first person that gets this correct? All right. Can you name this man right here? And not me. Okay. I was shocked that this legend remembered because we did some work together uh, earlier uh, in his career. Okay. Can you name this man right here? Who's going to be the first? Who's going to be the first? Dilute says that's Carter and some random. No. Uh, guarantee you. He's not a random. Okay. He is. Um, it To let you know how influential this guy is. Uh, I talked to him and Cliff and Cliff saw it and, and Cliff saw him say my name when I was like, holy crap, it's it's you. And um, and he were, I, I was so shocked to remember my name because we did like like two things together not like anything big okay and uh he i i left the 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 pmac where i saw him and then uh i walk out and hear a song playing as 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 cliff as cliff we walk out we hear, we hear the we hear the freaking song playing okay and we were just talking about how the business of that actually works. Okay. Uh, no, that is not Ronan Davey. <laughs> uh, it's not Cursor Pittman. I, I, I did take a photo with Pity. Uh, I'll, I'll show you in just, in just a second. Joey B. It's not, not Joey B. Uh, oh, look, we got it. 
Okay, who was first here? Jay Madison got it. Jay Madison, look at you. Uh, there you go, Dante. Good to see you. That is so good. It is uh, the Cupid Shuffle. It's new Cupid. Great guy, man. Great, humble. Um, I was shocked how long we, we talked. It was so cool. So, um, obviously, it was good seeing a, a lot of old friends. Uh, we saw Steve, PHL legend Steve Bean. Um, but I did not think going in today, my two longest conversations would be Russell Shepard and New Cupid. Did not did not think it. Um, but obviously, Cupid Shuffle. I mean, it's it's a legendary song. Let's see here. These guys, uh, these guys gave me a a beer. Shout out to them. Uh, after the game, long walk. I almost got hit by um, uh, a cop car, a cop escort. I was on this way off the side of the road. That's crazy. It's one of my classmates right there. Here is the master blaster and his lovely significant other. RSX mixed in there as well. RSX RSX is sitting out there. He's not even come on the live stream yet. I don't know why he's I don't know why he's scared. It's me and Branson Cat. Shout out to the PHL legend Branson Cat. Um saw these two uh wonderful gentlemen. I don't remember their names. Uh one lives in Jonesboro, Arkansas, another lives in uh Lafayette, I believe. And uh PHL legend Samuel and his uh, wonderful wife. Good times. Uh Travinsky. That was pretty cool. Hayden and I have a really cool mutual friend, my friend uh, Ty Christiana. There you go, Steve right there. Good to see him. Look at this. Me and Pity the Kid. Kirsten Pittman. Kirsten Pittman's the only personality bold enough to wear Florida colors. Ha 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 ha. that's crazy. And uh, shout out to Jason. Jason Morgan, you guys see him in here. He's one of our top super chatters. Had uh, a wonderful dinner with him and um, and uh, a wonderful dinner with him and his son, Cash. Cash knows way more about LSU football than I do. And uh, this is my buddy who films for the SEC Network. His name is Chris. And uh, Chris actually um, was my first ever camera guy when I did TV while I was here. Um and if you ever want to look up, I, God, we did so much fun work. So much fun work. Um, and our friend right here, that's so good. Helicopter repair guy. That's why I got to go to games, man. My guy, Miles. Miles and I were good classmates in high school. High school, college. It's late. And then, like we showed you a little bit earlier, one of my favorite LSU Tigers ever, Russell Shepard. Loved me some Russell Shepard. Yeah, Mac. Uh, JD was great, but best play is Josh Williams lighting up that dude on the last TD. Dude, Josh Williams is just the heart of a lion, man. 
Oh, the Mo Eisen penalty kick shootout? Yeah, he was the one that shot that. Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mo Isom. I've not talked to her. Uh, we were really good friends at college. I've not talked to her in, in forever. She is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. She was, she did all the TV stuff and she was so good at all the reporting and stuff. And when she, um, when she agreed to do the penalty kick shootout, I was so excited because, you know, I was a soccer player. And so I was so cool playing with like a high level athlete. But yeah, go look it up. Penalty kick shootout. Mo Isom. It was a good time. I want Livy Dunn to be on PHL. I prefer Paul Skeens. PHL legend, Paul Skeens. Definitely God, but it depends. I gave I gave Joe I gave Joey B a bunch of PHL bands. But I know for sure Paul Skeens wore his PHL band four day. That's so cool. The most powerful right wrist. A right wrist that throws over a hundred miles per hour. How many how many right wrists on the planet could throw a baseball 100 miles per hour? Probably less than 1.0000000001%. But yeah, yeah, if y'all if y'all want something to watch later, my some penalty kicks you out. That was top five coolest things I've ever gotten to do. Yeah. So Skeens is a man. Skeens is just a man. Uh, you could just tell, you know, when they did the Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens, like Dylan Cruz got a loud ovation. Paul Skeens got one of the loudest ovations you'll ever hear uh, for like one of these like mid quarter things. He's just like everything that's right with being an elite athlete. So is Dylan Cruz. Like Dylan Cruz, is a very humble guy. But Paul Skeens is just. So freaking magnetic as a personality, man. He's just such a, I don't know, he's so hes so affable. Like the five-minute convo I had with him before the Arkansas game uh, is so crazy. My wife and I still talk about it, like how how humble he is. It's just, it's just crazy. He's like just so cool. Shout out Paul Skeens. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you can hear the background back there? I didn't know that. So I blame Cliff. He has me turned up all the way in there because he's watching. Huh? 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 Um, but yeah, we'll take a few more here and then we'll get we'll get into the film study here. Uh, I got a lot I got to cut up because I got a bunch of these videos I shot. Took up all my storage in the phone. So freaking happy for Jaden. Mm. Oh. We're working on that, Jared. Eh? Gotta get Steve Bean. He sends me photos all the time. Steve's my uh uh Steve Steve's Steve's become one of my really good friends, man. I do want to shout out Samuel though. Samuel's bros cooked the best, like, alligator alligator stuff with boudin. That is the best tailgate food I've ever eaten in my life. And, dude, they were just – dude, 
it wasn't even like a big grill. They had like a little, like, I don't know. Cliff, Cliff could describe it. It's like a what do y'all what do, what do y'all call this? Uh, let me let me put it up. Could someone tell me what this is called here? Um, that is just the tiniest grill. Look at this. That they put that is the tiny dude. How did these bros make this? Dude, they're so cool. These guys are so nice. How did look at this? Dude, they season this like they told me they season that thing for for 30 hours. Samuel's friends are the freaking bomb, man. I love Samuel. And um Uh, we're gonna try and do some for the uh, for the Arkansas game next year. Uh, definitely going to Vegas. So gotta go to Vegas. But um, but I know Jared's going to the Arkansas game next year. And uh, I don't know. I think I think Jared. I think we all gotta stay somewhere. I, what we should do, Jared, is just get the biggest Airbnb. Just get the biggest like Airbnb. Uh, I'm actually staying in one this weekend. Let's get let's get the freaking largest air freaking B and B. Let's just all PHL nation just stay there. Everybody just get sleeping bags. Just pack it out. Stay in the Arkansas mountains. Mike, okay, I'm glad you. So Mike and I we're on the same wavelength here. Mike's. Definitely elite PHLer. Okay. So I'm like, I got early on that gator. Cliff showed up too late. Dude, they were freaking ripping that gator apart. Dude, once it got word that the food was so elite, dude, it it was freaking, it, it you want to know what it looked like? It looked like 30 blackbirds flew in from the sky or actually, what do they call vultures? 30 vultures flew in from the sky and were picking apart a dead raccoon. Okay, or a dead armadillo. Dude, they were just, and then just ripping, like just pop, pop. It was, it was wild. Never seen anything like it. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to call it. Thanks so much to our top super chatter. Obviously, that is uh, Van. No surprise here. Um, the local network obviously joined the Hundo Club tonight. Uh, he's actually been in the Hundo Club for a while. He does, he, I really appreciate you guys so much. It goes a long way. Jesse, TJ, Boris, Jared A, James, Jaden Daniels, now first round draft pick, Yusha, Black OT, Rodney. Uh, Jared again, Michael B, Senor, and Don all the way in Mexico. Super chats from all around the world. I really appreciate, really, really appreciate you guys being patient uh, with the post game show. Obviously, when we go to the games, it's it gets crazy. Um, yeah. So me and Jared, a, we're we're definitely in. Samuel's definitely going too. So you guys, let me know if you want to go to the Arkansas game next year because uh, Fayetteville is awesome. It just it's it's a it's a the reason why I love it is that like. You'll see. 
it's just, it's just a great city. So Jerry and I already plan, and Samuel. So if you can't make it to Vegas, obviously Vegas is going to be more expensive than Arkansas. Uh, come to the Arkansas game. We're going to do a big. Hopefully set something up at like a, a bar. We can do something like that Friday night or something. Let's go ahead and start planning on it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, Jared. I'll take this one really quickly from Gerald. Yes, and they will. Okay. Um, who might that be? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I can also see them saying... How many how many how many jobs are better than what we have now? It would have to be a head coach or an NFL job, though. So, uh, so there you go. Ride that pig. How about that? Huh? huh? Uh, and it's power hour LSU bell. And tonight, that was a good catch. We're doing Pasalaya. Let's go. Shout out Russell Shepard, Kirsten Pittman, Cupid, all of you I got to see today. Let's go. And Debo. Saw Debo today. Let's go. Uh, 